This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. Got my buddy Brad Allen. How are you? Post-Thanksgiving trip to something, tired, watching football. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, it was a great uh, great holiday. One of the best holidays, I think. You know, just getting together with family and enjoying good food, not worrying about the diet for a day and, you know, fasting for a couple days after that. There you, you go. Know? Is that the key? You do the, do the so. fast? Like, yeah. You know, I watched this show on... Uh, fasting and they were talking about doing four day fasts i can barely make it through half a day four days four fast. days wow That's you go through all these different kind of emotional you know, ups and downs you know i can't imagine i i like once a year i try to do this juice thing for like five sure. days you know it's supposed to cleanse you i don't know yeah, yeah. Those but I do those. first like day or two it's tough but after that you're it's amazing how the body is resilient and just kind of adapts to it yeah the, the big thing with me on those is y- you have to make the juice yeah. And you got to just keep making the juice. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> companies out there now. You can order it, Brad. Yeah. Keep, keep life simple. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Keep life simple. But great topic this week. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. But, you know, we certainly have had a volatile year in 2022. And, you know, that kind of begs the question, is it time to consider rebalancing? So we want to walk through some of the things you really need to consider when, when you think about risk and things you can do to help offset some of this risk and volatility and, you know, everything that we've been experiencing and going through. And, and as more and more people are bracing, Brad, for higher taxes in the future, I think there's some moves that people might want to consider, you know, as we kind of go into these periods of volatility and rising taxes. And so I really appreciate people joining us today. And I want to start, Brad, there was an interesting article out this week about this idea of will interest rates keep rising? You know, how far will they go? I think analysts expect, you know, that excuse me, speculate, you know, quite a bit. But the feds have been clear, right? There's no doubt if you listen to the Fed officials, they're saying that they're going to use hard economic data to make their decisions. Federal Chair Jerome Powell says, you know, we have a ways to go in this continued program of increasing rates to fight inflation. Here's a quote from Jerome Powell. If we over-tighten, then we have the ability with our tools, which are powerful, as we showed at the beginning of the pandemic. We can support economic activity strongly if that happens, if that's necessary. On the other hand, if you make the mistake in the other direction and you let this drag on, then it's a year or two down the road and you're realizing inflation behaving the way it can, you're realizing you didn't actually get it. You have to go back in. You know, so so clearly, you know, there's there's some concern there, right? Like, are we going to over tighten? And if you think about this kind of tool, if you will, think about this as a financial tool that the feds are using, you know, to kind of curb inflation. But it's a pretty blunt tool, right? Uh, you know, imagine you're you're putting together, I don't know, maybe with a kid, you're putting together a little art project with, you know, Crayola paper and kind of soft, delicate things, and you come swinging in with a hammer. That's kind of like the tool that they have. And we went through this, Brad, this whole business about, you know, transitory and, you know, it's not going to last long. So they really started late. So the question is, you know, how much do they have to tighten? And if they go too far, do they send us into a recession or, or even worse, do they send us into a recession where unemployment, you know, is really on the rise and that can be really tragic for the economy. 
And, and I think there is some risk that they are going to over tighten. And, you know, Brad, do you remember when, when we first started this tightening process, you know, and there was this, this term that we heard called the pivot. When, when is the Fed going to pivot? Meaning, you know, when are things going to change? And initially the definition of pivot was, well, when the Fed start to begin to lower the rates again, that was going to be the pivot that would be the catalyst for the market. Then a few months went by, some pain and pressure, and people said, well, no, a pivot is just really going to be, they don't have to start to to reduce rates, but if they just stop raising rates, that's the pivot. A few more painful months went by, and they said, well, in fact, a pivot actually just means when they slow the pace uh, of increasing rates. So, I, you know, it seems to be a moving target, um, but but there's certainly some risk there, and we know that these type of interest rate rises take time to filter through the market. So we certainly hope, and I think what the market is anticipating, is not that they're not going to raise that rate more. I do think it's going to go higher, but maybe they're going to do it at a little bit slower pace and then take a little bit of a break sometimes, but or, or at, at some point, I should say. But, but Brad, you're sitting down with a lot of retirees. You know, what are they feeling in this economy and with this inflation and, you know, the knowing taxes are going up in a couple of years? What's the general sense? You know, and that's the thing. I mean, you just talked about all these different things with uh, Jerome Powell and all the different news that comes out every day. And, and it makes people nervous. You know, they, they, they might not understand everything that's going on because it's just not their area of expertise. Right. But they know that this is affecting the market on seemingly a daily basis. You know, good news comes out, the market goes up, bad news comes out, it, it certainly can go down as well. And um, especially in retirement, and that's what we do here, right? Retirement planning. Um, when you're in retirement, those, those losses hurt more than the gains feel good. Um, and that's where a lot of people are struggling right now. Did I set up my portfolio the right way when I started retirement? To, to, to manage these different kind of economic periods that we're going to continue to go through th for the rest of our lives, you know, and I think that's the key, right? And we've been putting together retirement plans for years and years and years, and we've always used high inflation. We've always, you know, beat up the portfolio with low rates of returns, high inflation, you know, 2008 stress tests, all these different things. But it's a different scenario when somebody's actually going through that in their life, um, and they haven't set up their portfolio to account for that, right? So we often talk about one of the big missing pieces in a retirement plan. You know, a lot of people come into the office and they have their spreadsheets, they have their Excel sheets, and they've done great planning and great saving their entire life. But one of the things that they're often missing is where am I going to draw from once I'm retired? You know, you're retired now, you have such and such accounts, maybe you have an IRA, a non-qualified, a Roth, what makes the most sense to draw from it? You know, when do you take social security? How does that all work together? And I think having an income plan, meaning having different buckets doing different things is gonna get you through these harder periods of time with rising inflation and ups and downs in the market. If you have a, a, a safe bucket, if you have a moderate bucket, if you have an aggressive bucket, you have different places to draw from no matter what the market or the economy is giving you that particular year. If the market's down like it is, you have a safe bucket where you're not locking in big losses when you take money out for those bills you need to pay every month. On the years the market's up, you have a little bit more growth-orientated bucket that you could draw from and just take interest off the top. Or maybe you have dividends or interest or whatever it might be, right? But having that income plan and differentiating the risk within those buckets is what's really going to you know, be successful in the long run, in my view. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement-ready roadmap, 
then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Risk management is so important in retirement. If you think about it, Brad, I mean, there's two different worlds you can be in in retirement, right? You can enter a period like this, especially early in retirement, and be entirely panicked about, you know, what's technically called sequence of return risk. In layman's terms, it's losing money early in retirement. We know that massively impacts the longevity of your portfolio if you're drawing out income, which most of us are. And, and or you can be in a position where this happens. And, and of course, you're not happy. But you say, hey, I know my advisor tested for this. My advisor's communicating with me and telling me, hey, this has been tested for, this is going to be okay. And, and it's a much easier process from that regard, right? And, and that's why it's so important to get that risk right. And we really like the, that bucket concept where, I mean, can, can you imagine if you retired and you have to draw whatever the number is, 5000 a month to supplement your other income sources. What if you had 10 years worth of income that couldn't be dragged down by the market? right? So then our risk assets in a risk bucket, of course, invested at various different risk levels. So we're managing that. But that risk bucket, you don't have to worry about in the short term, because our income's there. And if there's any part of your retirement plan, I want to be there no matter what, it's the income. I want you to know that you don't have to call up right now and say, you know, that vacation, you know, maybe I ought to put it off. I'm just not sure it makes sense. You know, we, we don't have to have those conversations when we know the income's there. And that's what's so critical and so important to a successful retirement. And, and that's one of the topics, Brett, I'm really excited my first uh, brand new book just came out in the last couple of weeks. It's called Get Retirement Ready. You can get your hands on that on Amazon. Or, of course, we're giving away some complimentary copies. You can request that right at retirementreadyshow.com. But this is one of the, the topics we talk about. We think there's five unique areas that ought to be addressed in retirement. And tax planning is one of them. That's a big one we'll talk about in just a second. But risk management, getting that right is important. But you really want to have all five. I think so many advisors focus just on the investments. And that's an important part, right? Because that's going to fund the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But it's not the entire plan, right? We want to have our investments squared away. And that, that includes our risk. We want to have an income plan. You want to know where your income's coming from, from what account and what orders, and how much risk is that income at, right? You want to have a plan for health care, whether it's early health care to get to Medicare age or, you know, Medicare planning, long-term care needs. You want to have that squared away. Family planning. You know, health and wellness, continuity, succession planning, all important. And, of course, Brad, tax planning, that's the big one. That's probably the number one. I would say risk and tax planning are right up there. Oftentimes people come in. We have a great tool where we ask them a series of questions. They get assigned a risk score from 1 to 99. And what happens a lot of times, let's imagine a, a couple answered out of 30, which is pretty common. Most of our retired couples or folks about to retire are answering somewhere between 25 and 45 on average but they answer at a 30 it's what we call emotional risk but the next step we take we're going to actually test your existing portfolio and oftentimes we see people invested at a 60 70 or 80 which begs the question why are you taking double triple the risk you say you're comfortable taking and it's always the same answer 
they either say, Tony, I had no idea, or they say, if I've told my advisor one time, I've told him or her a hundred times, I didn't want a high-risk portfolio, right? So getting that right is really important. But the other big missing part in a lot of retirement plans is tax planning. Yeah, you know, tax planning is so big. It's it's one of those, it's one of those things that you just don't think about until it's too late. You know, and 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 the reason why is 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 the whole the whole system is kind of set up in a way where, you know, you're going to end up paying more taxes later on down the road potentially because while you were working, uh, you have a 401k, and and only as of recently you've had maybe a Roth option within that 401k. So meaning, you know, from the time you started working until basically, you know, pretty recently here, you've had to fund that 401k with traditional dollars. So you didn't pay taxes on it at the time. But when you take that money out in retirement, you're going to have to pay the taxes on it. And where that hurts people is in your 70s, you have to start taking money out of those accounts, whether you need it or not. 72 rolls around and you have to start taking required minimum distributions. And at 72, once you have to start taking that money out, anything you're taking out, which is about 4% per year is what they're going to make you take out, that all counts as income for the year. So if you have a big bucket of tax-deferred dollars, it's going to be a pretty decent income stream coming in for you, but that's driving up your tax bracket. The other thing that happens in your 70s is you have to take Social Security. Right? You could wait all the way to 70 years old and fully maximize your Social Security, and now that's a much bigger number, but you have to take it at 70. And a lot of people don't realize this, but Social Security, at least portions of it, are taxable, right? And, and, and the way they tax Social Security is the other income that you have outside of Social Security drives up those Social Security taxes. So where people get hurt is once they start taking the required minimum distributions, that counts as other income, the Social Security taxes go up as well, and possibly the Medicare taxes, or not taxes, but Medicare premiums as well. So it's kind of like this you know, little small snowball that starts at the beginning of uh, the top of the mountain and it starts rolling down and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's where, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we meet clients in their 70s and they're already in that situation where had we met them in their 60s, there's a lot of strategy there. We can start doing Roth conversions, you know, especially early in retirement. You think about if you retire at 62, you go into the lowest tax bracket of your life because your income drops off. Maybe you don't take Social Security right away. Maybe you draw from a 401k while you're in a very low tax bracket. And then on top of that, maybe you start doing Roth conversions. So you take money out of your 401k or your traditional IRA. You pay the taxes on it now at whatever rate you're at right now at a lower rate and convert it over to the Roth IRA, which you never have to take out anything. There's no RMDs. There's never any taxes ever again. It goes to you and your beneficiaries later completely tax-free. And there are no two better words, Tony, in retirement than those two words put together. I love it, buddy. Say it with me. Tax-free. <laughs> I got some new buttons. I like buttons. that. I got new buttons over I like here. That. It's nice. But great stuff. But Brad, you know, I think it really boils down to like this idea of holistic planning and these various parts working together. One of my pet peeves in the industry has always been, well, I got a bunch of them. But one of the things that's always bothered me is when you call your advisor, you have a question. They say, great question. Call the accountant. Click. 
great question, call the attorney, click. I'm not a health insurance agent, click, right? And that's why we've tried to create this environment where we have all those health professionals. We do our clients' tax returns, and we can bring, you know, CPAs in to, to really dive deep into some tax strategies. We have a health insurance agent, whether it's getting you to Medicare age or figuring out Medicare supplement, Medicare Advantage, how am I going to sort through this? We can take care of that. We have an elder law attorney. So, you know, I, I, I think having a team that works together is beneficial. Certainly not all of our clients utilize us for all of those services. Some of them have their own existing great relationships, and there's no need to step on those toes. But I, I, I think thinking about that, making sure you're really analyzing that and having that team work together so you don't have these professionals kind of blaming each other or pointing the finger makes a massive, massive difference and, and can really be a, a difference maker, if you will. And, and that makes a difference in the long term. You know, Brad, tell me a little bit. We were just talking about this the other day. Um, you know, one of the things I love about what we do is that moment. We have some really great tools. We've been talking a little bit about our risk tool, but we have some really great tools that I can, I think can take this idea of retirement planning that's complex. There's a lot of math in the background. There's a lot of moving parts. It can be very overwhelming, but it can really begin to simplify a little bit you know, and, and kind of bring some clarity. And you were sharing with me those moments where people see that. It's one of my favorite things about this job is, um, you know, it, the light bulbs that people, you know, you can almost see it on top of their head. You know, once we put together a retirement plan, once we put together an income plan um, and we can show somebody that, yeah, I mean, you make it to 100 years old and you have plenty of money left over. And that's using a very low rate of return and very high inflation. We're trying to beat up the portfolio and use worst case scenarios as much as we can. And it's just so nice to see, you know, when somebody makes it to 100, even in the worst case scenario with some of the ideas that we put in there and just to see the smiles on the faces and just somebody knows I'm going to be OK. You know, uh, I think when when people come in initially and meet with us it's scary, right? There's a little hesitation there. This is a very um, intimate topic. You know, a lot of people hold their money close to them. They don't talk about it with family or friends. So talking about money has always been something that they just don't do. And it's uncomfortable and, and uh, it's scary. And But once you do that and you go through that process and we can show you that with, with these different steps, you make it to 100 and you can retire anytime you want to, there's just nothing better. You know, I was over the uh, weekend, we were, you know, we have the different reviews and stuff on Facebook and, and, and Google and those things. And, you know, just reading through there and seeing some of the clients that have been with us for years and years and how happy they are and how, you know, in a time where the market is down, how they still feel comfortable knowing that there's a plan in place. And it's not just a retirement plan right? It's retirement planning. There's going to be changes in the world. There's going to be uh, obviously stock market changes. There's going to be regulation changes, maybe with social security, things like that. There's going to be market changes. There's going to be inflation changes. So, so it's an adjustment that you have to keep making down the road. So that's that retirement planning process that I love doing so much. Really important. You have to think of that word as a verb, not a noun. Your plan needs to ebb and flow, make mid-course corrections, and change throughout your retirement. Whether you have a question, you'd like some assistance, we'd love to connect with you. We can do a complimentary 15-minute phone call, a virtual or in-person appointment. Those are all complimentary options at retirementreadyshow.com. 
and we certainly appreciate all the support. If you're so inclined on the podcast, go ahead and give us a review. We'd love to get the information out to as many folks planning for retirement as possible so we can serve all of those in need. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.